the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Just taking care of business on the Dennis Prager Show. Good Monday morning, everybody. It is May 9th, 2022. I am decidedly not Dennis Prager. The uh, sharpest listeners can figure that out. I am Mark Davis, and I may be almost as familiar in this uh, fill-in fixture. And Dennis is back tomorrow. Uh, we're just he's, he's under the weather for a day. And so the call came in. You hit the bat signal with the skies over Texas. Said, hey, can you do the Prager Show tomorrow? Always my great pleasure and my great joy to do so. So, Mark Davis from here at 660 AM, the answer in Dallas, Fort Worth, where the very, very best talk show prep that I can do for doing the Prager show is doing my own program, which I just completed mere moments ago. And man, did we have uh, quite, quite the shindig on the Supreme Court, obviously, on the ethics of protesting in front of somebody's house. I have a decided view about that that I'll share with you. And it'll be a big consistency check. My life is a series of consistency checks. Uh, if I feel a certain way about what is right or wrong at a, at a conservative justice's house, would I feel the same way at a liberal's house? Because I, I've got actually a clip I'll play for you from what's left of CNN from over the weekend of one of their uh, attorneys, and I use the term loosely, suggesting that this whole civility thing it just seems off the mark, she says. When constitutional rights are under attack, you know, when things are this serious, when we are this aggrieved, there, there, there are no rules anymore. And that, by the way, is the way the left feels. Is that the, the kind of country you want. So anyway, you know the phone number, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. Again, my name's Mark Davis. Follow me on Twitter, at Mark Davis. Uh, same deal on uh, Truth Social, at Mark Davis Show, Parlor Mark Davis Show. And I check all those during the commercial breaks and see how everybody's doing and what uh, things you are that, uh, that, what things you want to say that you want to toss our way. But the best way to do that, of course, is on the phone lines at 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. Always go to Prager, DennisPrager.com. Prager U to support all the things they're doing there. And uh, the Prager and Julie podcast, all things Dennis, are always in force. And it's always nice to be here filling in. So as we progress, I have some questions for you from over the weekend. First of all, a wish, a retroactive wish. I hope that uh, everybody had a fantastic Mother's Day. We sure did. I remembered my sweet mom who's been gone for 24 years. I can't believe that. Every Mother's Day I think of her because every day I think of her. I thank her for raising me and for giving me the kind of unconditional love that motherhood is all about. Uh, I thank God for my wonderful wife, Lisa, whose mothering I get to see every day, uh, the, the ferocity of her love for, for our son. And um, 
And as a bonus, I get to be married to her. So that's very cool as well. I hope that uh, I hope that Mother's Day was great. And the fact that it was Mother's Day kind of adds to the trifecta of benefits of having this Supreme Court ruling leak out. Let us begin by stipulating, as if I have to, that the leak is terrible. It should not have happened. That is, by the way, one of the questions I want to ask you. Do you think we'll ever find this person? I was talking to my talk show buddy, Mike Gallagher, earlier, and he said two things that seemed it seemed like they can't both be true at the same time. He said he believes they already know who it is because how many human beings, how many total human beings are we talking about who could have done this leak? What are there, nine justices? They each have like four clerks. And then we get to the whole thing of do we know, do we absolutely know that it was a liberal clerk? If it, I mean, and I'm still getting the occasional call, yeah, Mark, uh, how about if it's one of them liberal justices? What if like Kagan did this or that Sotomayor? It's like, eh. I don't put anything past anybody anymore, but uh, that that just seems like a bridge too far. An actual bit of mischief from an actual justice. But um, my life is full of things that I once thought impossible or improbable uh, that are now uh, actually happening. <laughs> Ain't talk show life grand. And but but that's I'm I'm, I'm just not going to go. I'm, I'm going I'm to stay with the far what strikes me as the far more plausible notion that uh, that we're talking about a clerk here or or because who else is in the the very tightly defined group of people who have access to such a document and and so there are two possibilities one liberal mischief where the idea is to light light the fires of discontent which i guess has happened you think um so that the intimidation can begin, so that the threats can begin, so that um, the bullying can begin, all in an attempt to get one of the at least five justices. I, Roberts may or may not be a lost cause. I'm not even counting on him. I know we've got Clarence Thomas. I know we've got Sam Alito. I would love to think, please, Lord, let me think that one of the Trump justice, the all three Trump justices are going to be on board for, you know, actually following the Constitution. That's kind of why they're there. So for Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett, I'd like to think we've got them, too. And if we do, that's five. And that's all you need to have the issue of abortion as the Constitution requires returned to the states. Not so there would be some instant abortion ban, which is what the left wants you to believe so you can share their white-knuckle panic. But they will lie about this and have. And, and, and in a low-information country, there are millions of people walking around who think that the overturning of Roe v. Wade really will bring about a complete abortion ban when it won't do anything of the kind. It takes it back to the states where it belongs. And just a little Constitution 101 because the, this is the trifecta of benefits. One is we get to play Constitution 101 for everybody now rather than later. The second benefit is seeing, boy, n- never let a, a good tantrum go to waste. The hair is on fire on the left. The These people with their, their constitutional fictions, 
with their uh, Earth hurtling out of its orbit panic. And what's brutally ironic is they are the ones who are talking about rights. When the left approaches the abortion issue, they do so often by concocting rights that don't exist, like the right to terminate a pregnancy. That's not a right. It never has been. In 1973, Roe v. Wade fictitiously invented it as one, but we're about to take care of that. And that's why they are going crazy. No, the right that has steadfastly held forever is the right to live, the right to actual life. Now, when does that kick in? Conception, implantation, first trimester, ever. Those are the debates that play out across America. And those debates should take place in every state capital with every state legislature. That's how the Constitution works. So benefit number one is we're getting to teach Constitution 101 to everybody, now rather than later. Benefit number two is the opposition is absolutely making fools out of themselves. And benefit number three, which is also a benefit of the calendar, was uh, was Mother's Day, actual Mother's Day. And I, I just couldn't resist a little, uh, uh, you know, social media moment of my own. Follow me on Twitter at Mark Davis. If you wish. And I saw an interesting tweet from somebody very famous who said on Mother's Day, happy Mother's Day, dot, 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 especially to those who are celebrating it for the first time. I thought, how sweet. Somebody with either a brand new baby, three-month-old baby, six-month-old baby, eight-month-old, wherever this is your first Mother's Day as an actual mother. Fantastic. That tweet was from Ellen DeGeneres. And I attached myself to it and I said, surely Ellen, maybe she just ran out of characters, didn't have the space. Surely she would want to thank every single one of those mothers for choosing life. Because I sure do. So I hope all the moms had a fantastic Mother's Day. Thank you for choosing life. The moment you are pregnant, you are a mother by definition. Question is, from state to state, what are we going to let mothers do with the children growing inside them? And there we all are. And there we all are. It is contentious. I know. It's controversial. I know. There's no national consensus. I know. That's why the Founding Fathers said, if it's not mentioned in here, in the constitutional text itself, it goes to the states. We're teaching everybody about that. And it's a hard lesson, apparently. 1-8-Prager-776. Mark Davis got some other things for you. And we will continue on this Monday on The Dennis Prager Show. The Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here. And the real estate market is hot right now. People are taking advantage of low interest rates and economic uncertainty by investing in real assets. Whether you're a first-time buyer or just looking to make a change, the key to getting the property you want is being pre-qualified with cash in hand. That's why you should contact Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at andrewandtodd.com. They are with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Andrew and Todd are mortgage bankers, not brokers, so their team takes care of you personally from start to finish. In fact, you'll probably speak with either Andrew or Todd directly. Go online and fill out a few simple questions, and they can usually assess your situation right over the phone. Andrew and Todd are with you every step of the way. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call 888-888-1172, andrewandtodd.com, or 888-888-1172, 888 Sit beside him in New Haven. 
Anytime there's a twang in the opening hour of music, it must mean I'm here. Mark Davis in for Dennis Prager. Off today, back tomorrow, wishing him a good recovery. A little under the weather today. And so uh, the bat signal hit the skies over North Texas, and here I am. Mark Davis from 660 AM, The Answer, here in Dallas-Fort Worth, where I've already completed my own program that bears my name. But as a proud Salem Media Group employee, I'm uh, proud to have as part of my gig showing up on this show when asked, showing up on Hugh Hewitt when asked, showing up uh, virtually any place that will have me. And so today we find ourselves on a Monday post-Mother's Day. Hope everybody had a good Mom's Day and a good weekend all the way around, taking a look at the issues that uh, were uh, confronted with as uh, the week begins. Um, Vladimir Putin uh, accused the West of uh, of goading him into the... Uh, the invasion of Ukraine. We'll talk a little bit about that and see if maybe there's a little Ukraine fatigue in the air. Not so much that we don't want, you know, Ukraine to win anymore or think, you know, or have, have relaxed our commitment to hoping that, uh, that, that they oust the Russians, but you know, we'll talk a little bit about the blank check we seem to be writing for that enterprise and a number of other things. Much of it, of course, related to the Constitution 101 course that is in progress. Uh, with regard to abortion rights and how they are best handled. And the answer to that is in the respective states, because not because please understand as we get ready to go back to your calls, not, none of my legal opinion or my constitutional opinion on this is based on me being pro-life. I don't look for the constitution to do my political bidding. I look for the Supreme court to obey the constitution. There's no right to abortion in the constitution. So it goes back to the states. So that in my state of Texas, there might be rules very different than what you might find in a California or a New York, because that's what the Constitution requires. And there's been a big crash course in Constitution 101 going on that I, for one, am am pretty glad to be a part of, because uh, apparently millions of people uh, needed it. So whatever uh, your thoughts are, bring them. Glad to have you. In for Dennis at 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. We are in Oceanside, California. And Sarah, that is you. Sean, I'm not uh, having control over my thing there, so if you can put her on, that would be great. They're on line six. Hi, Sarah. Mark Davis in for Dennis. How are you this Monday? I'm, I've been better, but I've been worse. <laughs> <laughs> that could be true of all of us. Nice to have you. Hi. Um, I, I am not, um, I've had three abortions. This is about abortions for life. My question is maybe I'm totally naive. The lady that answered the call kind of said I might be, um, those are three of the best decisions of my life because I probably would have ruined those kids' lives. Um, so I, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of my decision, but these pro-life people, are they adopting these kids that they are supposedly rescuing from being murdered? A lot of times. I mean, the, the, when those of us who are, and, and I'm glad you're here, let, let's let's trade a, a thought or two and maybe have some clarity among us. When pro-life people, well, no, glad to have you. When pro-life people favor adoption, when they when they hopefully you know wish for adoption rather than abortion, it is so that the newly created life can actually be born and live. And when I hear you say that you, you feel like you would have been a, a terrible mom and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, that's why the adoption option exists is not everybody who gets pregnant is ready to be a mom. You're living proof. You're living proof of that. So the, I guess the, the four I am living proof of, I know a shit. I'm a, excuse careful, me, careful. A okay. of, um, I'm sorry. Yes. I know a lot okay. of people that have been gone through the foster system that were never adopted. People have had horrible lives, and um, 
So that that's my that's that's my. Well, um, but 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 again, the the the, the preferable thing that in general, the, and hope, I don't know if you're done with this. One one hopes that you are, or that it's time to be a mom, or I don't know what. But but adoption is all, adoption is always preferable because that way, if you're not ready to be a mom, the baby can go to someone who is. Isn't that better? Of course, of course, one hundred percent. Okay. My 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 issue my. My thought is all these, um, you know, oh, uh, abortion is murder. Are are you guys all, I'm sorry, not you, are, That's, all, it's of okay. them, are all of them on the list um, waiting to adopt these well, babies? That- here's the, okay, there's a bit of a logical flaw there because we don't have to be. That's not the way, that's not the way life works. In order for me or anybody, and I'll gladly be the spokesperson because you and I are, you know, talking right now as sort of the spokes voice for people who favor adoption. I'm not required to adopt a kid in order to feel that way. I can support a just war without joining the military. I could, you know, have certain feelings about crime without being a cop. Those are clumsy comparisons. But what I mean is, the, the, in order to have a right. thought in your head and to support something, you're, it's, it's not a necessity that you actually go do that thing that you hope others do. I, I will tell you this. If I were a pregnant woman, I would follow the adoption option because I wouldn't want to compound the, the trauma of an unwanted pregnancy with the trauma of taking a life. Does that make sense? Um, in, a, in a matter of sense, maybe. Mm-hmm. But my, my um, pro-life, um, meaning that uh, um, abortion is murder, where do um, where are these kids supposed to go? In the foster chip, in the foster system. Well, that's that's not the ideal. The ideal is, I mean, you know how I mean. I, I, su- I assume you know how adoption works. Okay, that that yeah, generally yeah. speaking, there are plenty of uh, plenty of uh, unwed mothers. They get together with right there where you are in Oceanside. I'm sure. In in fact, honestly, if you just Google a crisis pregnancy center, you'll find them even there in crazy California. And what they do is they help girls, women who have pregnancies they did not want to either choose life and raise the baby, or if they just don't want to, to follow the adoption avenue so that that child can find a loving home. So um, I tell you what, so, but, but to, to, to give credence to your point of view, that let's, let's say something goes dicey. Not every kid is born into a life that's going to be roses. Not every kid is, you know, right. rainbows and unicorns. You're absolutely right. Is it better to be, is it absolutely right? Is it better to be dead I don't think so. Are you asking my? Yes. Uh, is it is if if the choice is a, a, a tough life, a rough life, a challenging life? You know, listen. I know a ton of people who are magnificent adults who have who have come from really rough upbringings. I'm glad they didn't die. I'm glad that their moms didn't say, "Well, I'm going to be a crappy mom, so let's just extinguish this right now." I'm really glad they didn't do that. Well. Oh, I'm I am too. Okay. However, um, if you ask them, you know, living an entire life of hell. Well, we're, we're how many people live an entire life of hell? I mean, we've kind of upped the ante, haven't we? At first, we were just in a tricky childhood, you know. Because once you're 18, guess what? It's you know. I also know a ton of people who had really rough childhoods who then use that to inform the decisions they made and inform the kind of life they wanted to lead once they were grown-ups. Because once you're a grown-up, it's on you. 
Once you're an adult, that's, it's 18, a, that's 18 years. Oh, I, then that's, that's, the form, that's the formative, you know, years of, you know, who makes you ab, you. Abs, you betcha. And they're, and they're very so important years. Absolutely right. right. But again, with so all of these. A crappy foster system. I know. So, so again, I'll ask you, crappy foster system or death? Which one, which, which one's better? Give me crappy foster system any day. Really? Yep. Or death. Remember, again, it's pretty binary. And, and it's, and it's kind of a false choice because in order to justify the taking of a life, you're trying to craft the worst possible existence a kid can have. I won't deny that that happens, but since you never know ahead of time, isn't it a little bit of threadbare logic to say, you know, because this kid might have some bumps in the road, let's kill him. Oh, all kids, all kids are, that's a, that's a 100%. All kids are going to have bumps in the road. <laughs> you're making my point. Exactly, exactly, exactly right. So listen, yeah, uh, any people, people, but not in if the people that are advocating that yeah. um, abortion is murder, are they all on a list? Well, I, I, we, we, that, that was about, that was about four minutes ago. Yeah. We covered, we covered that. That's right. not, requ- right. that's not required. One right. is that you, you are entitled to have whatever you and I were all entitled to have whatever opinions we wish yeah. about what we hope people do without actually necessarily doing that thing. Right. We, co- we covered so, that. So, how am I supposed to think about that, though? Well, uh, you're entitled to whatever opinion you wish. You're always entitled to whatever opinion you wish. I guess the only thing I would ask, and it has been wonderful spending time with you, is that if somebody is in, uh, listen, we we disagree on this, I guess. I don't know. Maybe we don't as much as we did 10 minutes ago. But uh, one can favor adoption without necessarily adopting one's own self. So, much appreciate it. Back in a moment. Mark Davison for Dennis. The Dennis Prager Show. The fight for the unborn is raging in our country. An unprecedented leak from the Supreme Court indicates that Roe v. Wade is on the brink of being overturned. During this critical time, a new movie is about to be released. The award-winning film, The Matter of Life, cuts through the rhetoric and hatred and exposes the real issues surrounding the plight of the unborn. The Matter of Life will be in theaters nationwide for two nights only, May 16 and 17. If you care about protecting the unborn, this is a movie you will not want to miss. Go to FathomEvents.com to receive your tickets for a theater near you for May 16th or 17th and have your own life transformed as you watch The Matter of Life. That's FathomEvents.com, F-A-T-H-O-M-Events.com. There's a battle taking place in America. Whether you are pro-choice or pro-life, you should see this film. Yes, they are. Dennis Prager Show for this Monday, the 9th of May. Mark Davis filling in from DFW here at 660 AM, The Answer. Let's get back to your calls. It's a big uh, Constitution 101 in progress, a leaker intrigue. Uh, Putin talks on Ukraine, Mother's Day stuff, and uh, just all manner of topics. Always, It's always open season when I'm here, and I like it that way. A multi-topic day in progress, 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. So the last lady, whom I greatly thank, she she uh, placed, a, a, a posited a, a worthy challenge. Like, hey, Mr. Pro-Adoption, how many kids have you adopted? And I got to tell you, there there's obviously, for those whose pro-life inclinations run so strongly that they just say you know what i'm going to do i'm going to adopt and it's in one of the one of my favorite stories and by the way you know who's done that how about amy coney barrett herself 
How about Amy Coney Barrett herself, who is so incredibly racist that she adopted two black kids? But more on that later. Um, one of my favorite stories is of a guy who has, you know, somebody walks up to him and says, sees his kids out there playing. Well, how many kids you got? He said, I got six. He said, three of them are adopted. I forget which three. That's just the sweetest story because parenthood is is not first and foremost about biology. It's about who's there, who's there taking, who's there doing the caregiving, doing the child rearing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she asked me, how many kids have I adopted? And the answer to that is none. Got two on my own. Thank you very much. Uh, but th- thankfully, it doesn't require you to go out and, and enter the adoption roles yourself in order to have that principled view that adoption is better than abortion. So let's head out to... Um, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, and Lee, that is you. Apparently, you have uh, traveled this path. Mark Davison for Dennis, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Mark? Good, thank you. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you for your calls and uh, for taking my call. I have uh, I've been greatly blessed by the uh, privilege of adopting uh, a child out of uh, of uh, foster care, uh, who is uh, who is going to be. Uh, Married uh, this coming week, and we're hey, congratulations! Uh, celebrating, and uh, very, very excited about that. That's great. But uh, yes, I, I am familiar with this concept that uh, that someone, uh, in order in order to uh, uh, take the take the pro life position, is um, is uh, somehow obligated uh, to to do this. Yeah. It is something that we did. This is one of the reasons we did it. There's no question. But the blessing that comes from adoption is just is it far out. You know, it's it's not it, the two things aren't related. You don't have to. No. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, boy, losing losing the connection a little bit. Okay, I think we got you back. Go ahead. Give me about another yeah. minute or so because I appreciate your testimony. Go no, ahead. I, no, I greatly appreciate it, and I do think it was an issue. The, the foster care issues are really, really major issues that, that do need to be addressed. I mean, oh, yeah. it's an awful system. I have had a little experience in, the, in helping in that area, too. But, but uh, 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 the answer is not to say, uh, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to protect uh, any children. The answer is to, to find out how, how we can protect as many as possible and there how we can uh, uh, provide families and, and, and support for, for every human being. Absolutely. Congratulations and congratulations on the upcoming wedding. That is a, a blessing on top of blessing. Appreciate it very, very much. We're in Columbia, South Carolina. Don, hey, Mark Davison for Dennis. How are you? Hey, sir. How you doing today? Hi, great. Hey, so I just mainly had a comment. You know, I was listening to the show earlier and you were talking about the, the leaker and, mm-hmm. and the timing and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was driving down the road just before the leak came out, and me and my son was discussing some things. And I said, "Hey, did you read about the misinformation board that Homeland Security is going to run? Did the yep. Biden administration sit up?" Yep. I said, "That is the scariest thing that I've read in years, because that's the closest thing to communism we're going to have." Yep. And as we was riding down the road, about an hour later, the news came across here about the uh, the abortion leaker, and I said, "Son." You won't hear nothing else in the news about this board. I said the only thing it's going to be is all about the abortion and all about rights and all about protest. Yeah. On out, and that's exactly what's happened. I hadn't heard not one. Well, 
Oh, uh-huh. I have. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, it wasn't going to get covered by a liberal media anyway, the notion of an Orwellian disinformation governance board. If you're thinking that somebody spirited an advanced copy of a ruling out of the Supreme Court in order to drive the disinformation governance board off the news, that's a bit of a strong bridge to cross. Uh I have sometimes two big stories happen at the same time. Sometimes five big stories happen at the same time. Sometimes one will be so big that it kind of eats up another one. But I would say certainly in conservative media, there's been an enormous amount of attention to this ridiculous disinformation governance board. And there's a number of states rising up to sue the White House to make sure they don't do it. So if it was a smokescreen, it didn't work. I got you. Well, I appreciate it. I mean, I'll try to. I don't get to listen to a whole lot. When I'm at work, I'm riding in my work truck. I listen to Dennis Prager. I try to listen to Kill Mead in the morning sometimes. But I, I'm limited on what I get to actually listen to all the time. Understand. Well, we all appreciate it. Dennis appreciates it. I appreciate it because I'm the guy here today. And thank you, and God bless you, and give us a buzz anytime, no matter uh, no matter who's hosting. All right, let us roll into California. Will, hey, Mark Davis in for Dennis. Welcome. How you doing? Good morning. Yeah, Hi. this is uh, Will from Plasterville. Pleasure to have you. I'm uh, originally 69 years old in California. I'm originally a child of the 60s back in Berkeley. I uh, was kind of radical back then, but I grew up. What uh, I came to the conclusion back when I was earlier that women should have a right to an abortion, although it is not in the Constitution. Obviously, something has to change there, to my personal opinion. On the other hand, unlike uh, a previous caller who had a problem with it, also, we have adopted three daughters in our past, all of whom are now grown and out into the world. Congratulations. That's awesome. With about a minute and a half to go, let's work on this. If you believe in abortion rights, what you do is you fight for them in the state where you live, where you'll either win or you Correct. won't. What you don't do is have a tyrannical Supreme Court invent a universal right for the whole country. I believe that you're correct in that you shouldn't invent a right. If the Constitution does actually hold such, but yes, it does not. But that, that, but but it does not. There is there there is there is zero right to abortion in the Constitution. Now, obviously, First Amendment, Second Amendment, all the all you know the, the rights that are actually in there are in there. I can't outlaw your gun. I can't outlaw your religion, et cetera, et cetera. But abortion's not in there, so that leaves it to the states. That's how it works. I'm afraid that my opinion is based on the idea. Not the right, but I admit the idea of personal privacy and a woman's whoa. body being whoa, hurt. whoa, whoa! So the so the unborn child is means nothing to you. The distinctly created human life just lose. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I will admit that this is an intellectual conflict. But well, then, but, uh, well, then, then let me let me free you from that. Let me free you from that conflict and go ahead. I'm, okay, I, yeah. Okay, uh, I, do, do me a favor. Call Dennis. He'll pick up from here, <laughs> or me the next time I'm here, because I because I appreciate it. Uh, of course, it's an intellectual conflict because you're ignoring uh, an actual life. Who wants to do that? So the solution is don't do it. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Towels just don't seem to dry you anymore. They feel soft and lotiony in the store, but you get them home and they don't absorb. Well, Mike Lindell at My Pillow found that out around 2006, and towels changed forever. He found the best towel company right here in the USA. They have proprietary technology to create towels that feel soft but actually work, and that happens to be true. I use them. 
They are all made with USA cotton, and they come with the MyPillow 60-day money-back guarantee. Six-piece set, two bath, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regularly $109.99, now $39.99. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels, by entering the promo code Prager. Or call 800-761-6302 for these great radio specials. MyPillow.com, promo code Prager. That it is. Mark Davison for Dennis here at 660 AM. The answer in Dallas-Fort Worth. Phone number remains the same. Of course, that's 18Prager776. You can get a hold of me in the land of Twitter there at Mark Davis, M-A-R-K Davis. And obviously, you can get a hold of me on these phone lines at 18Prager776 where all kinds of things are busting out all over, topically speaking. It is great to have you folks. Let us roll to Los Angeles. Liz, Mark Davison for Dennis. How are you doing this Monday? Hi. Hi. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Hey. Good. So there was, um, I wanted to talk to you about the caller who was call- who called from Oceanside. Mm-hmm. There were a few things that really bothered me. Um, first of all, she said that she had three abortions, yes, and ma'am. that they were the best decisions, that the best decisions she had made in her life. Yeah. Yeah. She said something to that nature. Okay? Yeah, that's correct. And it shouldn't be the best decision. It should be the most difficult, most heart-wrenching decision. And as well, she had three of them. I know. So I see that as like almost using um, abortions as birth control. I, I do, too, uh, without projecting myself onto her life uh, and, and making presumptions, which I know you don't seek to do. I mean, it may well be that she weighed this in all three occasions, weighed it with appropriate gravity and simply came to that decision all three times. And she did say the, the reason, the context for it was that she would have been a crappy mother. And that the life, I don't know where this comes from, but like the, the baby would be better off. And, and that's why I asked her for the ensuing two or three minutes, uh, a, a dicey foster system or death, you know, a tough upbringing or death. Give me life under any circumstance in every single one of those, uh, of those instances. For the gentleman we just spoke to, uh, I am fascinated by him. And let me have a closed circuit word with him that everyone can hear. So it's not closed circuit. If you find yourself thinking, as, as this gentleman did, and I really respect his forthrightness on this, he said, you know, um, I, 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 I'm all for leaving abortion to the states, understand what the Constitution says, but I, I kind of think that that a woman should have the right to an abortion. I would probably fight for abortion rights in my state, he said, and because of privacy and woman and her doctor, all of those ghoulish pro-choice index cards. And I asked him, I said, sir, you mean that the the distinctly created human life, the unique human life thus created, which is not a part of the mom, it's not her vital organ, it's not a clump of cells, it's not a tumor, I, I, you know, does that mean nothing to you? And he paused for a minute. He said, well, it, it is a bit of an intellectual, you know, conflict. It's because he has not just a brain, but a heart. So all of you who are pro-choice, think about this. Think about the intellectual back of your hand that you give to a distinctly created human life. And, and he said, it's a quandary. It's a, and, and I said, well, let me free you from that. Stop it. Stop being cavalier about that human life. Stop being dismissive. Stop pretending it doesn't exist. Because when you do 
understand what it is, when you do accept what that newly created life is, then you then you are brought face to face with the ghoulishness of your pro-choice view. Now, if if after that you just don't care, if after if this is what I've been like, I think I said this last hour. I would love to have an intellectually honest conversation with a pro-choicer who will tell me I do not believe that distinctly created human life is deserving of protection under law. Because at least then you're being honest with me. I'll vociferously disagree, but at least then, you know, we're on the same stage talking about the same thing. And I don't have people offering up piffle like woman and her doctor, like those are the only parties involved in this controversy, or privacy, privacy, (laughs) privacy is suspendable under a thousand circumstances if there's something you're about to do. Way short of murder, way short of taking a life. I can't, I can't set up a meth lab in my shed and say, oh, no, no, officer, you can't see that. I think you got a meth lab in there. No, you can't look at that because privacy, if I'm abusing a child, if I've got somebody chained in the basement, privacy goes out the window. So don't, don't even do privacy on the notion of, of taking the life of an unborn child. So I'm not going to make everybody agree with me on my pro-life stance. But for the pro-choicers, I am going to require a certain amount of intellectual honesty. You have to understand the circumstance of and, and the meaning and the consequences of what you are saying and of what you believe. So, uh, back to more of you on a wide variety of issues next. Mark Davison for Dennis. Stick around. The Dennis Prager Show. Folks, you've noted in your gut that something uh, just wasn't right about the 2020 election, and now you will have something pretty close to proof in Dinesh D'Souza's explosive new documentary, 2,000 Mules. You'll see jaw-dropping evidence of exactly how the Democrats cheated during the election. Now, I don't know if it made the difference. It might well have. You can't believe it was a fully honest election after you see this film. Drawing on meticulous research from election integrity group True the Vote, 2000 Mules uses both cell phone geo-tracking data and video evidence to uncover a massive network of illegal ballot trafficking in all five key swing states. Thousands across the country attended the nationwide theatrical release. Now you can watch from the comfort of your own home, watch on any device with a web browser, see the movie that President Donald Trump calls a real blockbuster. Go to SalemNow.com to watch today. That's SalemNow.com, sponsored by Salem Media Group. It is the Dennis Prager Show for this Monday, the 9th of May, 2022. Mark Davis filling in. Glad you are here. We're going to dive right back to your calls. We've got quite the roundtable ongoing on, obviously, abortion rights, constitutional issues, what's in there and what's not. And as promised, you might want to hop on to SalemNewsChannel.com because I'm about to uh, wave this around and do this. We're about to do Mark's Reader's Corner, Johnny the Walrus by the great Matt Walsh. We're going to read a children's book on the air. It'll take like 90 seconds because it's a children's book and it's one of those heavy board things there that, uh, and it's, it is just, it's a genius allegory. It is about a little boy who thinks he's a walrus and a loving mother and some folks with wisdom teach him that he's not really a walrus. He just thought he was and that there are great dangers in just going with the ridiculous supposition that he is, in fact, a walrus. Get it? 
does anything occur to you that that might be um you know synchronous with in uh, in today's headlines speaking of today's headlines on that very subject here in DFW we had some big school board elections over the weekend and i got to tell you in community after community after community the candidates who are getting in there to fight against the societal poison of critical race theory that teaches kids to hate our country and hate each other, and the, the candidates who are poised to fight gender radicalization, telling our youngest kids they can choose what gender they are, uh, the candidates fighting against that nonsense won big, big victories. So when we pay attention, parents win, and when parents win, kids win. And that doesn't mean there aren't you know, decent, good-hearted educators. Of course there are. They simply need to be disabused of the notion that schools exist. They need to be essentially be taught. And this is why there is so much pushback against this and so many people having heart attacks and nervous breakdowns and conniption fits. It's because a groundswell of parents is rising up and reminding everyone that schools exist to educate children. That may seem obvious, but we've been taken off uh, off course of late. Schools do not exist to indoctrinate. Schools do not exist to deliver perpetual jobs to teachers forever, irrespective of competence. Uh, schools do not exist as an endless trough of teacher union dues. Schools do not exist as... Um, as as re-education camps to 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 mold kids into the societal whims of the day, they don't exist for any of those things. They exist to educate children, and we are being reminded of that in election cycle after election cycle in some of these um, in some of these school board elections. So we just had big success here in North Texas, and you can too. You can too. So, uh, and obviously, there's a lot of attention on this year's, you know, congressional, the House, and the Senate. Already, plenty of focus on 2024, and please, Lord, winning back the White House for the Republican Party. But uh, sometimes, the most important government is the government that happens closest to your house. And even if you don't have kids, the schools are extremely important to you because that's what's cranking out future generations. And if we have future generations with their minds soaked. In, in, in the race baiting of CRT or the anti-science, anti-God radicalization of, uh, of today's gender mania, uh, that doesn't speak well for, uh, for, for all of society. It's, it's, it's everybody's, everybody's business. All right. Why don't we hop back to your calls and see what's going on? And uh, we are in New York. Julius. Hey, Mark Davison for Dennis. How are you doing? Oops, hang on a second. Sean, I might need you to help me on that one there. I do not. Uh, Julius on three. So, boop, boop. Do that for me, please. There we go. Hey, Julius Mark in for Dennis. How you doing? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to take up the challenge and uh, stand up for the pro-choice people and say it's not murder. Well, thank you. Okay, Uh, well, that wasn't really, that that wasn't exactly the point. My request was for a pro-choice person uh, to step forward and say, I absolutely recognize it's a distinctly created human life. Doesn't have to be a person like you and me walking around right you now. Mean a petri dish, like a, a petri just, dish sample. Ex- exactly right. Is that what you believe? Okay, so, is that what you believe? 
at a conception, you're not a person. So no, no, yeah, you're, 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 you're once okay, careful. You're, I'm going to do me a favor. I'll do the same for you. I want you to answer okay. the actual question that I ask you. So let me pick a point of, of fetal development, first trimester, 10 or 10 or 11, 12 weeks when, when often moms go to hear the baby's heartbeat for the first time. You mean you, electromagnetic pulse? Do we that? No, no, I don't. I mean a heartbeat. That is a okay. heart beating. So we do recognize before anything, that. Before anything, so you know, is a heart that, can exist outside of a, 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 a body, so, you know. You know, there's well, no that, being a that, person than a heart. There's there sure, there sure is, but that is a distinctly beating heart in an okay. entity that is not the mother. A distinct an and entity, different. But it's a, not an entity. Of, of, dude, I think you're you making clear. Of, of course, you know what an entity is? Do I need to go to the dictionary before we proceed? Are you speaking as an entity, as a, a sentient being? No, of course not. Of course, of co- no, no, please. Listen, God, you were so torqued off. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. Listen to the words coming out of my actual mouth, okay? And then we can get somewhere. At 10 or 11 weeks, that is a heartbeat. It is a heartbeat of a developing fetus, okay? A language I'm sure you'll appreciate, okay? Okay, so please tell me you'll accept fetus. Good God, right? Okay, are we okay so far? Okay. Are we okay so far? Yeah. Good. We, so we do let's actually let's have, let, let's go on from there. So that is not the mother. It's not an organ. It's a distinctly created human life in, the, in its earliest phases. And and I think I know the answer to this. This is something that you don't believe deserves the protection of law, correct? Because it's not a person. No, okay. So, okay. Well, all right. When does personhood kick in for you? Uh, when you're born. But that's me. But you know that it, 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 it is okay. It is you. Okay, it is you. Way, so, and that's been and that's been the way. Like you know, even the Bible when they say like you know. So a woman. First, so a woman. So so so, so so a woman. So a woman who is eight and a half months pregnant. I mean, she's uh, big so, as a house. I'm no 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 no. You 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 have got to answer. No. You've okay. Revise if you wish. Revise. No, I'm asking exactly what you're saying. But go ahead and revise if you wish. Okay, because you're saying it. A woman does not say at eight months, "Gee, you know what? I want to get an abortion." That doesn't happen. Well, of course it does. It's not. It's extremely okay. rare. But it, but but I'm using yeah. your own answer. You mean, you I'm mean, using. You mean when, when you mean wait 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 wait. You mean when there's a medical problem? Absolutely. That, that, that is. It is often at the, so, at the, and, at the and, term so of a real complication. And so, and absolutely so right. Are you saying that's a, and so are you saying that's a wrong thing? Uh, yes, I am. I absolutely am. Why? Because yeah, I'm because Why? I'm pro life. Because I am well, pro life, I'm on the side of the woman. I want the woman to live. Well, no. I, well, listen. If, if it's if, if if it's a life, if she's going to die, then absolutely, you bet. Because the life exception is fine. But we're getting bogged down. Okay. Let's let's go back okay, beyond. Well, wait, beyond do, you, do, you want, do you want do you want a child to be born that's going to die immediately after its birth? Uh, you know, like you know, there are those complications. There are where, indeed. And if and if that happens, okay. and if that happens, it happens. If that so happens, want, so wait, it happens. So wait, exactly. So wait, can I ask you this question? Can of I course you may. Of course. Of course. Do you want the, Do you want the child to be to exist only for a short while in a in a painful as a painful uh, monstrous in painful monstrous monstrous manner? Well, that and tends not to happen. The, 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 there is enormous medical technology to so, handle so, births so, under the worst. I, I'm, I'm, I, excuse me. I'm actually going to answer the questions, and you will allow me to answer them, just I, as I will allow you, you to answer them. 
Okay. No, no, dude, but you're, no, you're here. You're, you're here. And I want to treat you as a, you're a valued guest and I appreciate it. Okay. So yes, okay. so, so, but let's, let's come away from the horrific, terrible conditions, et cetera. Let's go back into the pregnancies that millions of women have and why at say the end of the first trimester, why you don't, th- why, okay, I believe, let's make it personal, you and me, in the following way. I believe that even at the first trimester, that is a life that, that deserves the protection of law. Why don't you? Because it's not a person. So, but, so that's what led me to ask you when personhood kicks in, and you said birth. So that's why I, mean, I was asking I you. Me, would, would, me, I, defi- defi- I, I define personhood, not right? just being birth, but also like, you know, in a grander sense of right? the ability to to receive and send out data information. Oh, my God. Comp- you know, yes, even babies have that ability. You know? well, okay. well, okay. All right. Then, then last yeah, thing, because I appreciate the last thing. So let's say, so here you and I are with very different views. Is it okay with you that the Constitution is obeyed, where people in states where you're the majority would have abortion laws and people in states it, where... It, it, should not, it should not be up to the states. It should not be up to the federal government. It should not be up to anyone. But, 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 you know, you know, but you know that abortion rights are not in the Constitution, right? You know that. Abortion rights you know, are not what, in the Constitution. So, so then are you saying then, uh, so wait, as an individual, yeah. no right to privacy exists? Yeah, correct. Exactly right. That is exactly with and with that, and that we're done. Exactly right. There's no constitutional right to privacy. I'll explain more later. Some loving spoonful on the Dennis Prager Show. Mark Davis filling in. Let me give a uh, heaping spoonful of thanks to the last gentleman. I, I asked for somebody to, to, to just step into the uh, the arena here and be intellectually honest, which he was. I said, I, I want somebody, at least on the on, on the pro-choiceness of his beliefs, I said, listen, tell me that, that, you know, why that distinctly created human life does not deserve protection to you. And he and and he did. Now, once we got to the end and the, the clock is a cruel taskmaster. But so here's here's the deal. Something something does not become a constitutional right just because you are passionate about it or because I'm passionate about it. The Constitution doesn't exist to reflect yours or my personal wishes. Roe v. Wade shouldn't be overturned because I'm pro-life or because anybody's pro-life. It should be overturned because the right to abortion is not in the Constitution. And the gentleman said, are you telling me? And I want to answer his question because he certainly answered mine and I appreciate it. He said, do you believe that there's no right to privacy? In the Constitution? And that's exactly what I believe, because there's not. There's no absolute right to privacy in the Constitution. That, that's crazy. If you've got a meth lab in your shed, you have no right to privacy. If you've got somebody chained in the basement, you have no right to privacy. If you're abusing someone, you know, behind the front door of your house, you have no right to privacy. So privacy was always a sham. Uh, it is something we've established as a society, as an expectation as citizens that we can have under normal circumstances. But the notion that there was ever a constitutional right to privacy was a lie uh, on its face. All right, shall we do this? Let's see. How are we doing here? Let's see. What's the, what's the time situation? Let, let's do. All right, everybody. Mark's Reader's Corner. Right back to your calls here in a moment. Let's uh, Let's enjoy Johnny the Walrus by Matt Walsh. Ready? Uh, it's very visual. If you're watching on Salem News Channel, here it is. And I may actually flash some of this for you. Uh, but for the rest of you, I'll describe it. <clears throat> Johnny is a boy with a big imagination. One day he's a dog. The next day, a crustacean. One morning he came downstairs barking and clapping with wood spoons for tusks and sock fins a-flapping. 
I'm Johnny the Walrus, he said with a roar. The wood floor is my ocean. The carpet is my shore. Johnny's mom loves her son's make-believe time. You're Johnny the Walrus till you change your mind. But Johnny's mom's phone said, It's not just pretend. Only a bigot would say that. How dare you offend? Let me pause, because it now shows picketers. <laughs> Johnny is a real walrus. Stop anti-walrusism. Let Johnny transition. Get it? Get it? Mommy was told to take John for a checkup. You'll need to eat worms and put on gray makeup. But the worms give you whiskers. The gray blends you in. And a simple procedure cuts feet into fins. It's gross eating worms, Mom. They're all so dang twitchy. Wood spoons kind of hurt. And the makeup is itchy. Deep down, Johnny's mom knew that something was wrong. But she felt so much pressure, she just went along. The Internet people knew just what to do. Mommy was told to take John to the zoo. When Johnny arrived, the walruses grunted. My boy's a real walrus. His growth was just stunted. The zookeeper thought, what's she talking about? Ma'am, that's just a boy with wood spoons in his mouth. But if I say that, they'll believe that I'm phobic. Protecting your son, ma'am, is what's most heroic. And at last Johnny's mommy was able to see that Johnny's not what he's pretending to be. Now mommy ignores the mean things on her phone while Johnny pretends he's a bird flying home. Isn't that just the greatest? Thank you, Matt Walsh. Thank you, uh, whoever the, that, that's Daily Wire DW Books who put that out. Johnny the Walrus, wherever fine books are sold, an allegory for our times. All righty, let's see here how we time-wise. Good, good. Let's uh, hop back to your calls on a wide, a wide variety of things. 1-8-Prager-776, 1-8-Prager-776. We are in Phoenix, and Mary, that is you. Mark Davison for Dennis, how you doing? Good. Hi, Mark. Hi. Uh, I'm weighing in on the um, abortion um, issue. Mm-hmm. I am someone who has formerly had abortions. I'm a radical hater of it. Um, I know the truth about it and what it has done in my own life. And I get so tired of listening to all the bantering back and forth about pro-life and pro-choice. when the core issue it, at hand is why, for me, it was promiscuous and just giving myself away loosely. Not, you know, I was raped or anything like that. And we live in a, a, you know, a generation that's kind of on a moral decline and all this is socially acceptable. And the point is, for me, is like why women are giving themselves away to anybody that will give them a wink and a nod or buy them a dinner and a drink. <laughs> you have. Uh, you know? uh, yes, ma'am. And, 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 and it comes back to Mary. Thank you. The, find me of 100 women who have had abortions. And there are a lot of different reasons. Some are, and find me the advocates of those rights. Some, many, especially on the left, are looking for consequence-free sex. 
are looking for the ability to be sexually active and whoops, I got pregnant. Wow, didn't see that coming. Holy cow, what do I do now? And for someone to step in and say, well, you've made a choice. The choice involved the creation of a distinct human life. So that's a life that we're going to give the protection or give, give some protection under law. And, uh, and that's, that's, that's heavy lifting for a lot of people. And I understand that. So that's why the logic then goes in the following direction. You either do or do not value. And again, I go back to the earlier gentleman to whom I really remain grateful because if you look at, at some of the phraseology, it was, that's not a person, you know, it's, it's not sentient, always a great word. Uh, it, it's it, even the point of disparaging the heartbeat at, 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 at 12 weeks. It's just an electrical signal. No, that that's, that's an actual heart beating at its earliest stage. And, and, and then said that personhood hasn't kicked in. So when does personhood kick in birth? Really? You know, and that's why I asked at you know, eight, eight and a half months, if you don't have a person yet, and no, it's a tiny, tiny sliver of, of terminations of pregnancies that happen that late. And often it is when they're either in the middle of some deep medical crisis. But if personhood doesn't kick in till birth, what objection would you have to it? It was my attempt to get the gentleman to recognize that personhood, or at least the protections of law, should extend further back into the pregnancy. Now, I don't think his are going to extend back as far as mine do. That's where the debate ensues. And that debate should be had across the American landscape in every state. And that's what will happen when Roe v. Wade is overturned, which it will be. And so let me repeat finally, something does not become a constitutional right just because you or I might be passionate about it. Mark Davison for Dennis. Be right back. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.